over Philly Podcast. Once again, we back with a special guest. Um, special for multiple reasons. He's I don't even want to disrespect him by classifying him as up and coming, but as humble as I've known, grown and known him to be, I know it would not be offensive because while some would consider him up and coming, some would call consider him well established. But drinks with jinx, man, the Los Angeles uh podcaster that's been putting it down welcome to the facts with phyllis podcast homie Thank you for having me big dog. his name is not drinks with jinx that's the name of the platform the homie jinx uh west side los angeles south central native man give us a little bit of your background of where you came from <clears throat> i told you to me you had such a like up north base swag i was surprised to realize you was really a homeboy right 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 my, my five finger king five fingers for you. <laughs> i went to the neighborhoods yeah yeah nigga, so uh you know what I'm saying? Born and raised in LA. You know what I'm saying? Um Around what areas? Uh actually was born off fifty third in Vermont. Were there any affiliations other than being a, a local kid, gang ties? Oh uh, yeah, you had all that there. No, you personally. Uh n I never gang banged personally, but I got, you know, homeboys that did. Course, you know what I'm saying? Right. So uh was there for some years. Salute, congratulations on being in that environment, bro, and never succumbing to that pressure. Oh, yeah, and yeah. still being an individual that maintain masculinity and all that. Right, right, right. We applaud or we seem to celebrate the people that did participate so much. We forget to salute those that made the right decision and didn't and still was in that environment and didn't get marked out and all that. So I want right. to applaud you for that. Thank you. I appreciate yes, that, Big Dog. So actually, let me rewind. Actually, I was actually born in Downey okay. and then removed out to South Central, you know, 15th okay. Vermont. Then we came back to Downey, Long Beach, Hawthorne, Gardena, Bellflower, mm. back to Downey, back to Long Beach, back to Downey. Back to Long Beach. As, a, as an adolescent? Yeah. Yeah. What was the and, reason? And as a young adult. But in your in your younger years, uh -huh. your least stability is something that parents attempt to establish for their children. I mean, motherfuckers was just going up on rent. You know what I'm saying? That. Uh, that, having, you know, new management, uh, getting into it with people, you know. The, so you weren't raised in a delinquent manner? Not really. Okay. No. You know, for the most part, um, you know, but my parents divorced when I was uh, about eight years old. Mm. So siblings uh two sisters older yeah, younger younger younger, okay. younger yep i'm the oldest oh so you had to manage that emotionally for the whole group you exactly yeah okay exactly so how did that affect you at that age the, the divorce with yes. the with the parent that's when i started having uh like anger issues mm. because uh number one when you're at home with your mother and you're a child that's not just your mother that's mommy mm. you see what i'm saying so when your mother starts to date somebody mm -hmm. else and they're in the household as a young boy you don't feel some type of fucking way about it right mm -hmm. i'm like man i want my daddy mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying homie so so if my dad wasn't there nigga this bitch ass nigga whoever this nigga he gotta get the fuck on mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so um them divorcing definitely made me feel some type of way and i started kind of having issues like anger issues uh was always an honorable student a b you know student you come across as such you think so? Of course. Oh, thank you. I mean, anything, anyone who spent any time listening to you carry yourself, <laughs> you seem well-versed, well-read, well-educated. Yeah. And that's why, to be, I hate to say we have the stereotype, I assume you were from the Bay versus South LA. Central. Yeah. Right, right. So, so, um, uh, so, you know, ABC student, <clears throat> really A and B student c coming up. Um, but the anger issues, um, started kind of, overcoming that when the separation 
of the marriage, what did your relationship with Pops turn into? Was he distant? Were y'all still on a regular? No, we were cool. And like, all hell yeah, pick me up on the weekends. The, go, the, go. To the, the anger was still. This is not natural. Another right. Nick, mm, that mm, that. Mm. But I wanted my family whole all together. Exactly. Mm. And when I became a man and started having children, that's something that was ready in my soul and spirit. That Committed to I that. I want to exactly be a family man. Keep have, your motherfucking you family together. Up to this point of keeping your situation intact the way you desire? With my wife and, and daughter? Yes. I mean, with my wife and son, yeah. Oh, but uh, years ago, you know, I met a woman, you know, became, you, you know, girlfriend at the time, you know, had a beautiful daughter with her. Uh, Shout really, out to baby girl. We love you, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's and, her uh, name? Your daughter, please. Uh, my daughter, name. name is Mia. Shout out Mia, yeah. Right. So, um, you know, so... That relationship didn't work, but I'm still in my daughter's life, of course. Great, beautiful relationship. That's that's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's, that's my road that's dog. A beautiful thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so. then, uh, so then you know, of course, you know, single for some years, whatever. Met my beautiful wife. Bam, had a beautiful son. Got married. We actually got married, uh, and then had our son a year later. Okay, salute. And we good. Yeah. What's your son name? Alan. Shout out to Alan too, oh, yeah. man. We love you too, y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stay doing the right thing, Hell, man. Yeah, yeah. So me, me personally, big dog. I'm all about family and business. Straight Speak up. To that. You know what I'm saying? Good vibes, good energy, good aura around me. I can confirm at least that. Yeah. As I've um, come into your uh, presence, you've done good business. We had good vibes, a good aura. Oh yeah. Um, you keep your word. Mm -hmm. You don't show up late. And these are the things I bring to the table that I don't often find reciprocated in these industries. So when I come across it, I respect it, cherish it, and honor it. So I appreciate you having pride in presenting yourself with that type of uh, presentation, bro. Because it's rare. And we was talking earlier, we came to the conclusion that real is rare. Oh, yeah. Tell me this. Uh, before I was aware of your, of your content personally, I was aware of the name. I didn't even really knew. I told you this when we first popped up. I didn't really know why I knew the term Jinx with Jinx, but I knew you was a platform, didn't know why it was something that rung such a bell, couldn't put a face to it. What is it and when did you start? Uh, what got you into wanting to be a podcast host and when did you start doing this? So let me break down. Let, let me let me explain how I even came up with the thing, the whole slogan, Drinks with Jinx. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's a Saturday night. I'm out uh, at the homie's house. We playing bones, you know what I'm saying? Got the music cracking. Uh, we got the munchies, so nigga, we go to Tams, mm. right? Anybody that fuck with Tams knows that you gotta go to, to the one in Paramount. Nah, everybody don't know that. Oh uh, well, people, they, they people do now. argue you. Well, well, they do now because it used to be the <laughs> one favorite to us was on Century and Avalon. Oh, that one was cool. That one's cool. The Rose Crown and Century one. People argue that. Yeah. And you got other ones too, I'm sure. But just to say Paramount, that's crazy. But go ahead. No, but the Paramount one is by. Well, well, just it's on Downey Avenue in the laundry. Just <laughs> so everybody know. That's the best Tams in the fucking world. Better Wait, than the one that made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, nigga. All right. The <laughs> nah, one at the Suge Knight legendary. Well, go ahead. Yeah, now. nigga. So, so anyway, uh, so, you know, we, we get some food, right? Heading back to the house. We drinking some more shit, kicking it, whatever, smoking and shit. And uh, he said, my boy was saying some funny jokes. I fall out laughing on the ground. And I get up, I start recording myself and shit. I said, yeah, you niggas, you having some drinks? We're drinks tonight. And and my boy said, hey, yo, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. You got something. Man, you was recording yourself for what purpose? Oh, video? Just being funny, 
yeah, yeah. Uh, and we start doing pranks on each other and just acting goofy and obnoxious and we drunk in the motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and when I said, y'all niggas having some drinks, we're at Jenks tonight. He said, hey, yo, you got some. Mm. I said, drinks with Jinx. I said, hey, I said, I should make that a podcast. Wait, what now, year are we talking? You, huh? What year? 2016. Okay. Summer 2016. And prior to this, you had no media, entertainment, industry background, no nothing, no aspirations. Nada. Nothing. Okay. None whatsoever. Okay. But I, I, I knew, um, you know, I've always been somewhat of a people person, mm -hmm. you know, and, and always been able to have great conversations and converse with people by different backgrounds, ethnicities, whatever. I could adapt. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So. You would credit to any degree you moving around so much from the depths of South Central to the South Bay to different areas. Do you credit that at all for you being able to interact with so many different diverse groups of people? Oh yeah, 100% because um, you know, I have best friends that's African American. I have best friends that's Mexican. I have best friends that's Filipino. Mm -hmm. I have best friends that's that's Caucasian. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my wife, she's Mexican, actually. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So you have children that are of both ethnicities. Right. Okay. Exactly. That's interesting. Yeah. So <clears throat> I have nothing against any ethnicity or race, man. I love all love all of them. As we should. Yes, we're, yes, yes, man. Yes, yes sir. Yes. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, you know. Uh, when you have best friends of different backgrounds and ethnicities and stuff like that. Um, no, you was recording yourself. Drinks with Jinx. You got you on to something. Bam. 2016. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm up to something. Mm -hmm. I said, well, a nigga got to make a podcast. Mm -hmm. I know how to talk to people. First thing came to your mind. Podcast. Immediately. Mm -hmm. A fucking podcast. Or a show. Something. Mm -hmm. So um, so now, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking, I'm looking for... Uh, somewhere I could record my podcast at. So this is like the middle of the pandemic. I think it's about March, 2020. I called my producer up at the time. Well, he's my producer now. Okay. What was he to you then? He was just the guy the running the podcast. Oh, the producer, the location. Right. Oh, okay. So I hit the location up, right? Found the oh, number on Google. Story. You making that a fast story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Found it on Google. Called the dude, talked to him for about 20 minute conversation. And uh, I said, all right, man, I'll be around to peep it out. Well, shit, nigga, it wasn't until about a year and a half later until I called him back. The pandemic's over now. So I said, hey, man, uh, you still open over there at that location? You still got that business? He said, yeah. He said, you want to um, schedule a tour? I said, of course. So I went about two days later, fell in love with it. That's my second motherfucking home. That's a nice spot, man. I don't know if you want to give him a shout out his name, but uh, uh, my boy Saul. Yeah, shout out Saul, man. Yeah. He remind me of this dude quite a bit. Yeah, complexion similar, just character caricatures, characteristics. I yeah, yeah. I seen the two guys. Oh yeah. So um, I've seen your lineup, man, and want to give you your, your props because <clears throat> I don't know if you realize it, but you've been responsible for introducing the internet to one of the biggest in personalities we've kind of like been introduced to since to be introduced since Crip Mac, although Crip Mac's been on your platform, but four extras. Yeah. Um, you, you you landed him, he's been making a, a big impression online. Um, I don't know numbers wise, but I would imagine his numbers in Crip Max would be amongst your top two. Yeah. And how did you end up being the one, he was fresh out with all that energy. How were you blessed to be the one to be the introduced to a common internet watcher to his energy? So, 
I gotta give a shout out to Lupe. Lupe, neighborhood, bro. <laughs> Lupe made that happen. Actually, uh, what happened was it was supposed to be Lupe's homeboy and X4 to mm. come on that day. Mm. Now, her homeboy was the one that wrote the book okay. for four extras mm. about his life. Mm. He'd been here. Okay. So he couldn't make it that day. Mm -hmm. And X4 couldn't make it that day. But she said, look, I got the dude that just got out of prison some months back. <laughs> and and the dude that wrote the book, this the dude that the book Wait, is so, written about. So, so, so extras have been out for months. Right. Since like, I think June or July. And, yeah. And, and you, you see your potential to launch quality uh, content. Yeah. Because if he had been sitting around on the streets for months and all it took was for him to be on your platform to get, I don't think every platform available could have caused him to get his fire lit like that. Right. Salute to you for being able, I bet you that was like, you probably realized something about your own vehicle at that moment. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep it G with you. Let me keep it one thou well. Um, I didn't think the interview was going to do that. That's at what I'm first, saying. As, 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 you know, I entered when you we knew it was some shit, but you, nigga. <laughs> so me and him shake cans. Whoa, 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 oh, shit. I was <laughs> fucking with the nigga. And so I was, man, me and him, we fuck with you. See what right, I'm saying? Right. He was feeling me. I was feeling this thing. I'm like, man, real nigga. Real nigga. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, within about 35, 45 seconds of interviewing the nigga, I'm like, okay, number one. How long? This might 40, 40. Yeah. About 40 seconds? Yeah. That sounds about right. But you said between 30 and what? Huh? You said Thir between 30 and what? 30 and like 45 seconds? 40 seconds. Okay. He from 40s. Oh, Go yeah, ahead. Part, yeah, okay. About 40 so, seconds. Go okay. ahead. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking to myself, uh, well, number one, the nigga said the F-bomb about <laughs> about 10 times within the, the first. rainbow one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not that one. Oh, just, just the regular. Just word. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, oh, oh just bomb me then. Yeah, Go ahead. So, Why? So, just so, ahead. Right. Did, so, he did used to do me. Right. That part. No. So so I'm like, damn, nigga, I try not to cuss within the first two minutes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you could get that green it. monetization, not, we, not that gold one. But then you'll, 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 but you'll cancel it out as a clip. You might say something so amazing. Right. But go ahead. So so I'm like, damn, okay. So I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this interview might just get like five. 500 views, right? Bro, when it hit over 80,000. How long did it take you to get to 80,000? It's currently? Okay, so check this out. The, that's the, the whole video or a clip? The whole thing? The whole thing's at like 80, right now it's at like 87,000. respectfully. Yeah. For your channel, bro? Yeah. That is amazing. Because for you. any channel, but for channels like ours, I don't want to say yours, for channels right, like right, right, ours, right. you just go look at the other shit for the hour long version of anything to hmm. get to 80? Yeah. Now, I can see a clip that was hitting with a hell of a title. Right. But there's no um, An clickbait hour, in the fucking title. No. And if that is, so, dude has, he has something. So, keep keep so, expounding yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I think within, no bullshit, I think within like three days, it was already at like 45 or like mm. 50,000. And I said, what the fuck? How, when are you going to bring him back? Oh, that's in the works. Yeah, that's finna happen. Ping pong. I might have you co-host that one with me or something. I would have yeah, obliged, we, we get man. that crack. Because I, 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 we have such a traffic jam at, at, over here. Okay. So you see what we went through to get you here, how right. hard we've been trying to do this. I know you probably think, man, it's probably really real nigga. Nah, nah. But no, nah, my mama, mama, it's just yeah. the list. And it's, we, we, you know, but he's on the list as well. But if we can get that done before, that'll be awesome. Very soon. So can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Open book, bro. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yes, Do sir. you go through like a character check 
uh, integrity or morals or principles before you invite somebody on your platform? Because I heard you tell extras that only the real come on here. Y'all agreed that your platform is reserved for the real. I tend to like stick to certain criteria for my guests. Okay. Um, when it comes to people who are not on the front of the camera in production, my producer here is one of the only people I found who has some type of integrity about who they are interested in collabing with. It's mm. kind of hard to find. I was wondering, do you have any type of checklist of criteria or character before you invite somebody on your platform or is your shit to anybody viral? Because I've run across a lot of people that I even respect what they do and you think they stand on certain principles. When it comes to this type of shit, they throw out that out the window and they're really interested in collabing with anything with motion. So do you find yourself on that side of the game with somebody that's not interested in actually collabing with anything other than what you consider the real one? Because I heard you and Four Extras agree that only real ones come on your platform. Right. Well, I think <clears throat> some people, um, you know, might look at an individual and say, oh, he might be a fake person. But once you sit down and listen to the person's story and their background, then you start to have a change of heart and your mind is changed now at times, right? Mm -hmm. um, but back to what you're, what you're asking me, uh, yeah, there, there gotta be a certain criteria. Um, you can't really sit down and conversate just with anybody. I mean, I can, but it can't be a one-way streak, right? I can't be doing all the talking when I'm trying to interview the person and they half-ass ask answering shit. Like it, it just, it don't jail good to me. You know what I'm saying? But about character-wise, outside, of course, Renapis or somebody, you know, who abuse elderlies. Would I have them on my show? Yeah. Fuck yeah. no. No, I, I oh. said outside <laughs> of those guys that we all agree. Right. And then some people will still give them a platform for whatever reason. Right. But outside of that, or somebody that says, I ain't nervous enough, where do you have a checklist? Like, because I know you're not, like you said, gang affiliated. Right. So I know you are into numbers. Right, you do, you're not doing this for nothing. Right. So if somebody's hot and you have access, before you invite them, is there anything about like you know the snitch word is a big word. Right. You give give for guys a snitch because you're not in the in the life. I, I mean, well, I'm not in that right. But but even though I'm not, I've never game banged and I'm not a game banger. Uh, snitching is still snitching, mm -hmm. and I was raised at a very early motherfucking age. Do not tattletale and do not snitch. Nigga, I don't know nothing. Nigga, I didn't see nothing. I didn't, nigga, I wasn't even in the same state when that happened. Right. Straight up. Right. So And see, that's what uh, niggas don't live by that code anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I, I personally feel like, again, whether you're a game banger or not, snitching is just wrong, period, my nigga. Exactly. But it's even worse if you are a game banger because... You know, you're getting your put-ons and you done did work with this nigga and you know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you do the crime with the nigga, but then you turn around and snitch on the nigga so he could do the time and you don't do the time. That's some whole ass shit. Now, would you knowingly invite or allow a person such as a snitch to be on your platform? Uh, I don't, I've never have before, so Not I don't. Sure. I mean, the, there's somebody I've had on before and a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. Facts, 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 facts on the 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 Fac
I'm, 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 I'm having a drink with Jinx. Yeah, nigga. But but Jinx happens to be on my home court. Yeah. And I'm um, facts with feelings. That's that's right. our motto. It's right, not right. just drinking. We gonna drink while we keep it funky about these facts and not mm -hmm. give a fuck about nobody feeling. So that part. Um, I think I know who who, who you're talking about. Okay, we gonna get to it. Whether okay, you get ahead. to it first, we gonna get to it. So now that yeah. you feel like you may know who is the suspect, you I like to suggest who you might think I'm speaking about. You talking about Snoopy? Of course. Okay. Definitely. All right. Because you know it's certified, full-blown, free TC, and others, to okay. be I, I, um, exact, but free TC from 8A Avalon. Um, <clears throat> bonafide, confirm. I know you're aware of the allegations. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all over the internet. You know so what I'm saying? It's, it's, the whole I'm, setup was just to, to, for me to be able to now ask you, did you do any due diligence, or were you aware of these allegations before you entertained him? I had. your prestigious establishment, Drinks with Jinx, that you told four <laughs> extras only the real ones are invited to. Shout out to four, Nightbud. Right, right. So, so, so to keep it G. You know what he said? He only come on platform that only entertain the real one. That's what right, he, okay, so right, oh. right. So, so, so. <laughs> you fool for that one, nigga. Nightbird. <laughs> so, uh, so the first drinks with Jinx interview I ever conducted was Snoopy Badass. Mm. That was the very first episode I ever did. Right. Um, I knew some of his background. You know what I'm mm. saying? Shit like that with the hood shit, the, the music shit, Compton. You know what I'm saying? All that. Okay, cool. Baby, his baby mama issues with shout Dia. out to Dia. yeah, all that shout shit. Shout out to C Mac, yeah, and um, all that shit. But I didn't know about the whole allegation, snitch allegation shit or whatever. I, I didn't know about okay. any of that. Okay, get a pass. Right now, from what I've listened, not heard, from what I've listened to in his interviews uh, on his own channel, you know, explaining what actually took place and happened. Uh. And can I just clarify I, I, before you go on? Are right. You, are you referring to when he's talking about witnessing the murder and him giving statements? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Okay, go so, ahead. Go so, ahead. so what happened was he, I, I believe he said. Mm. Um, he said to whom? Us or to the police? <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure I follow you correctly. <laughs> a, he said when, uh, where? Wait, 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 wait. So, oh, you believe he said when? At what moment? Okay, so, well, let's go by explaining to us, okay. right? What internet. he said to us, okay. Right, on the internet. Okay. He said that he got on stage. Understand, 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 mm -hmm. and I guess he said something to give the guy who actually did it to him. That's what he claimed, right? Mm -hmm. Less time, like he helped. Yes, him. of course, yes. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess he helped him not get. So I, I, that's what he claimed. That's what I mean. Yeah, I don't know if the proof is in the pudding or not. No, the proof know. is in the pudding. But I mean, would you consider that snitching? But see, first of all, we have to acknowledge and establish that's only what he claims that he did. Okay. You have to say that. That's what you only can confirm. He claims that's what he did. First of all, I want to let you know that's not true. Okay, break it down. Well, I'm not going to break it down because it's going to take us a long time to break it all the way down. Okay. But <laughs> I will direct you to understand this. Instead of him getting on the stand. Say I never did that in the first place. Of course not. I wouldn't have. No. And, no. I'm, not, and I'm not no fucking but, but, but see. But, I wouldn't have got on stand at all. That's just me. But let me just keep it real. Getting on the stand is not what makes you bad. Mm -mm. That's not it. So just saying you wouldn't get on the stand at all, that's like cliche internet talk. Well. Allow me to allow me to okay, land. Go ahead. I got that from Brick Baby. Allow me to land. All right, go ahead. Land. All right. Getting on the stand, I've gotten on the stand. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. Getting on the stand is not the thing. Just getting on the stand. Well, getting on the stand and snitching is the problem. But see, snitching is not, just please allow me to land. Please. <laughs> getting on the stand on behalf of the prosecution 
is, first of all, the biggest red flag you could ever have for somebody getting on the stand. It's when it starts getting bad. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to be so, uh, uh, I'm going to leave room for it. There are people that may get on the stand for the prosecution that's been up to something real slick and they throwing a monkey wrench. That happens in 0.1% of the chances. Typically, when you go into the Super Bowl, there's two teams. Right. And if you're a part of either team, you want one team or the other to win. And whether you're sitting on the bench, you're the water boy or the coach or a player, your efforts are directed toward one of these teams to win. It is such in the court. There's the prosecution and there's the defense. Right. So when you get on the stand on behalf of the prosecution, where the person that's putting this case together is responsible for putting together their team, they only want people here that's going to speak on their behalf, that's going to help them incriminate the person. Period. Facts. So first of all, you're on there. You're there at court on behalf of the team that's trying to take this guy's freedom. Yeah. So regardless of what you call yourself trying to say, you're trying to help these people that's trying to take his freedom. But he thinks that, and they are to a large degree, our audience on this internet is so ignorant to these elements that you can spin them quick. A lot of people spin them for this, that, and the other. And he spins and say, I got up there to help him. But what he didn't realize, what I've been very slow to reveal to the public, the person he told on is a childhood friend of mine. And because we've been in desire of him signing the affidavit, I've been very slow to release that information because once we came adversaries online in his mind, because I'm not his adversary, but in his mind, I figured he would be less eager or willing to deliver the affidavit. So I never let on to, know, to to the world that I grew up with the person he told on. But it's a childhood friend he told on mine from 8A Avalon. So now that his case has gotten to a position where it's favorable with or without the affidavit, I don't mind speaking toward the fact that this is my childhood friend. So I'm letting you know, I know for a fact, he got on the stand and told, pointed out he was asked questions to this effect, and I have the paperwork here that you'll see before we leave. Mm -hmm. He was asked, do you see the person that whoopty 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 whoop? He said yes. <laughs> Not only did he name him, he pointed him out in the court from the stand. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is who you had on your platform. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. I mean, now you know. <laughs> oh, my mama, yeah. mama. Now, let me ask you this. Because you said you're not his adversary, right? No, he, 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 in his mind, we've become adversaries, so he creates this. Okay, would you be willing to do a sit-down interview with Never. him? Never. I don't sit down with nobody that got on the stand. Once you sit on the stand uh. for the prosecution, you forfeit your opportunity to sit down with me. Mm. When I participated on sitting on the stand, it was on the behalf of the defense. Oh, okay. Okay. My homie Lil Milk was looking at 32 to life. Dang. A murder I knew he didn't commit. And the same detective that tried to get me and him to tell on the niggas that committed the murder, once we signed paper refusing to cooperate, I watched the same detectives who knew who did it flip the whole shit and put the murder on my homie. Wow. He had to take it 12 in the box. And I had to get on the stand to defend him from the motherfucking detectives that tried to take his life. Right. My now, mama, there's mama. Not, now, let me, let me get why I'm saying you, gotta, no, you can't no, just say get on the stand. Sound cliche. Let me, let me clear that up. 
nothing's wrong with getting on the stand. Oh, now, now you say no, but I'm. But, but you know, I, I, you know no, what I'm gonna no, do to no, you? No, no. you know what I'm gonna do to you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a clip to make that seem like you just contradicted yourself. No, just no, 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 asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but no, <nah, nah. laughs> but no, nah, what I what. Uh, I'm thinking off top, I would never get on stand and snitch. That's where my mind's at. Get, I'm not thinking, I'm not talking about technically getting up on the stand because it could be to help your homeboy out, you know what I'm saying, or whatever the fucking case may be. Or, you know, hey, I wasn't there, or whatever the fuck. What I'm saying is, when you ask me, hey, nigga, would you ever get on the stand, or how you feel about that, I'm thinking in my mind, I would never get on the stand and snitch. Of course. That's what I was talking about. Let me just clear that shit up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah nigga. Cause that, but that's just like <clears> the <throat> people say they, they make it, oh, you don't talk to the police. Uh huh. So then that just eliminates the whole concept of an alibi. Right. Nobody has ever given an alibi. Right. And there's nothing, there's something inherently wrong with giving an alibi. Uh huh. But that's when you let these cliches start shaping the reality of the life we've actually lived. Right. So tell me this with that being established and understood, uh huh. Would he be, um, uh, uh, be qualified for a re-invite <laughs> because this is what I realized uh -huh. um, Cam Capone okay no jumper uh huh and um, Big Court oh yeah shout out, out to Big Court Big that's Court. the homie shout out to Big Court yeah that's the homie shout out to Cam Capone shout out to Adam that's 22 that's too yep Adam Cooper all too. three of these are my uh, colleagues and people right. that I network with and work with in these industries and I respect, respect what each of them do mm -hmm. on a certain level for different reasons right and but I realized when I asked you about the integrity when it comes to a checklist, these are three platforms that don't go through that type of checklist. Mm. So such as Vlad as well. That's why I realized, although they might not view my producer on that level, he's in that pocket of a producer, this type of content that actually goes through a checklist mm. of some, he, first of all, before he went indoors with his content, yeah, his, his, his platform was all about outdoors. Right. He would go meet you and whether you know it or not, you couldn't get on his platform unless his initial interview could be conducted in the neighborhood that you say you claim. If I got to meet you somewhere where you live now, Riverside or around the corner, we can't do it. If I can't come right there where you say you're from, you couldn't get on this platform. So that's just Damn. a small iota of the checklist he go through before he even would entertain um, some of your guests. One of the people that he's had a real negative interaction for that I am uh, with, that I avoided having such with, uh -huh. all my homies on the internet has had derogatory exchanges with this dude. And I've avoided it, spoke highly of him, congratulated him. And then recently he spoke on me derogatorily, but I saw him on your platform. Who are you talking about? <clears throat> uh, Milk, okay. seven four. Okay. So I wanna know what it is about him when I heard you tell four extras only the real is accepted around here. Why do you feel like he qualifies? Uh, Milk is a real cool dude, bro. He, uh, I think he's been misunderstood. You know to what, what degree saying? do you feel like he's been misunderstood? Uh, just full circle. Full circle is too vague, you know, because <laughs> if that, that means I could have, because I look at him as, uh, for the most part, I looked at him as somebody that came up amongst us, raised with the wolves. Right. And he was really from over there, changed his life up. So right. Am I misunderstanding him? Uh, I mean, you got some people that do. No, I'm telling you what I thought about no, him. Is, that's cool. So I'm asking you no, how, that's cool. but how has he been misunderstood? Because that's that has been my per perception of him for the well, longest. I think a lot of people... As he's been misunderstood, you know what I'm saying, in certain ways by maybe people saying, "Oh, he's not from where he was from." So you're, you're verifying he is from over there. 
That's uh, a similar area you're from. Well, moved to as a kid for like three years. So you're not verifying. Who? You, that he was really from over there. Can I verify it? Yes. I mean, he showed me some things where he could verify it. So that is, so you're saying part of his being misunderstood is you can verify when you hear people say he's not really from over there. You're saying he's misunderstood because you know for a fact he really is. I'm not going to say I know for a fact. So that's but, not one of the ways you can confirm he's being misunderstood then. Okay, I guess not. All then. right, so let me know how he's misunderstood. Let's get to something you could confirm. Uh, I think just, 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 well, actually, no, that is one of them. So you can't confirm he's from over there. I'm not going to confirm. I'm not going to say that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. I'm not going to say that. Wait, wait a minute. If you can't confirm that you personally believe and know for a fact he's from over there, how can you then declare people misunderstand him from saying he's not from over there? Because you don't even know. I, I at the end of the day, I really don't know. So I'm trying to figure but out why. He said, but he said on the interview that he was, you know, what I'm saying, raised there, from over there. You believe him? Hold up. Let me finish. Whoa. I asked him. I said, Hey. Did you get, you know, did you get your put on? He said, yeah, he got put on and everything. I said, oh, okay, that's what's up. You know, how many people with two people? I said, oh, okay, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so, I mean, if you get your put on and you're already living in that area, you know what I'm saying? That's that's what the fuck you from then, I guess, right? You just turned my question into a question that you're trying to throw back on me. You yet to answer my question, sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. Yeah. Because you declared him as being misunderstood. Right. I'm still trying to follow that concept of why you feel he's misunderstood. Are you saying that you confirm and believe in your heart that he's a real native stump down from over there and people that say he's not are misunderstanding him? Is that what you were saying? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Okay. So yeah. Are, is there any other ways you feel like he's misunderstood? Nah, not really. Because look, I felt like his story was authentic. Yeah. I felt like from the time I've been aware of him, dude was... People was misunderstanding him being right. a bully. I'm the last thing I am a bully. I'm from Nightwood. It's low hanging fruit. I don't internet bang. Right. Regardless of the misconception I got. So no matter who he was into it with, that's considered my homie from Nina Boy to Odium Slim to C Mac to everybody. Right. I never participated. I always chose to speak positive on him. But for some reason, we've even communicated in the DMs uh -huh. amicably, very slightly, but never no disrespect. But for some reason recently, I went on No Jumper, which he has done, and he came out his body to open his mouth and describe me as Spider Joke. Oh, shit. Because of such. And it blows my mind what would make him do do such such a thing. You know him better than me. What would you think would cause him to say something so such a such deserving of a queerdo to say to qualify me as a joke to do something that I've seen him do before me? I have, no, I have no the, idea. What the? Yeah, I have. You gotta ask him. Damn, milk. What's happening with yeah, you, cuz? Ask him. I don't be saying nothing about all yeah. this shit they be saying about you, homie. You should have just left that alone. Chris I didn't even know he said that about yeah, you. Yeah, homies. A lot of people didn't. He said it quite some time ago. Uh huh. And I didn't react. Didn't respond. Cause I'm like, yeah. damn. What? What? But there ain't no beef like that with y'all. No bullshit. Bro, I, there's no beef. Yeah. I'm a vegan. That part. Beef, man. Bro, I'm not from that era where beef is something that's broadcast over the airways. I'm not even from that era. Right. I've never had beef that no the masses have been aware about, aware of. I have been engaged in a certain battles as a hip hop artist signed to a label, yeah, and you know, battling is a part of, of hip, hop hip hop culture. And then a lot of time, battling gets confused with a beef, especially when you challenge a chief. That tends to happen. Right. But 
No, I don't beef on camera. Who does that? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, I wanted to ask you about that. Then I wanted to, um, like we said, mm-hmm. um, C-Mac, for extras, have to be amongst your um, two largest appearances. Yeah. Initially, I see C-Mac's been there a couple of times. What was your connection with him? Was that Lupe too as well? No, that was just straight C-Mac. Straight, straight C-Mac. Yeah. Yep. Because y'all from the 50s, it has something to do with it? Who? You and Mac. Oh, he from there. But y'all both not you're not a gangbanger, but you're from the area of the fifties, the fifty ninth of Vermont, correct? Yeah. Well, well I'm not well That's not the connection. That's all no. Yeah. Have so have you seen uh any of C Max <laughs> boxing exploits online? Yeah. Yeah. If you had to give him a one to ten, what do you would you grade the homie? As far as the 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 fight skills? Yeah, overall, if you have to, uh, we're gonna we're gonna consider skill, uh huh, heart, okay, uh, heart all day. He got for sure courage, courage. He got uh, potential to get better. Oh yeah, and wins and losses from what you've seen. Well, I don't know how many wins or losses he has. Okay. So I can't speak on that. Um, but just from what I've seen, yeah, I mean. I think there's room for improvement for everybody, right? Like, yeah, I mean, especially if it's something you do a lot, <laughs> you should get better. So, yeah. So, what do you think about the um the whole idea of this celebrity boxing that's going on? Is it something you support? You think it's bullshit? Oh, I support that shit 100%, celebrity boxing. Hell, yeah. Why am I because asking it's... you about boxing so much, man? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, motherfuckers, because, I, I, you know, I'm, I have a long... <laughs> A go interview I did in Arizona with some oh. people I can't remember, but it, it it was online. It must have been up on this internet shit before everybody, because it, it lingers. Yeah. And I was talking about way back then how I've been learned to be polite to everybody you encounter, mm-hmm. because watching UFC taught me that. Oh. A five four, one hundred and twenty pound white boy with pink mohawk will whoop your motherfucking ass. So you don't go around using your energy and your weight thinking that's going to be the bottom line in right. public. And now it's even more evident, but I wouldn't think the average person would think that you were a skilled fighter. Yeah. A trained fighter. Yes, sir. A fighter who's preparing for a bout in about two and a half weeks. Yeah. And it's not your first bout. No. Nah. It's not your second. No. It's not your tenth. No. What's your record as a professional boxer? Seventeenth. Well, I'm not gonna say pro. It's like well, still amateur, a, but pro semi pro? Uh, yeah, you can say that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what, what's your weight class? Light heavyweight. That wouldn't be the same as six hundred Christopher Ludgeway, would it? No, he's heavyweight. <laughs> he's heavyweight. Well, yeah, he, he weighs more than me, so of course. Yeah. yeah, I know it's a division. That's that was all in candor. I see what you try to do. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but no, I was just trying to set up. I'm fucking with I was, you. Yeah, I was just trying to set up because I admire people yeah. who have a obvious skill that, you know, most people brag about. Uh-huh. Or not even a skill. Just a true. Can we get this man a paper towel? No, I'm I, good. I'm no good. bush, I'm good. bullshit. <laughs> um, you better edit that out. Yeah, man. but look, um, <laughs> I've been um, I, when I f- find people that have something yeah. that is applaudable, uh-huh. and they don't lead with it, they'll leave it tucked, and they just they'll allow it to be a misconception about them yeah. that goes all the way against it. Right. To it, something I applaud him for. Others too. He has elements of that. 
but something I admire. So when I just have a casual conversation after knowing you, I've had multiple conversations with you that we probably had about a, a, a 10, 12 talk hours oh, yeah. off and on camera of all kind of candid things. And you've never thought was you trying to size me up and think I t waiting nah. for me to try you? <laughs> nah, Explain, like, how did you get into boxing and what is your actual history or experience in the actual sport of boxing? Uh, it's just I've always been um, intrigued by, well, number one, martial arts. Mm. Number one, uh, I remember, and I'm gonna ask you a question. Let me just kind of do a little rewind. So, you know, back in '92, '93. The Power Rangers come out, <laughs> right? The Power, remember that? Inspiration, go right. ahead. Childhood inspiration, right? But hold on, not what I expected, right? But hold on, yeah. I could just Look. picture you in front of the TV at first. You oh, fuck yeah, me up. Go ahead, Green Ranger. Do you know what I'm saying? Doing yeah. my, you know what I'm saying? So, so at my time, Power Rangers was a shit. I'm watching Power Rangers, uh, Blood Sport with Van Damme. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, American Kickboxer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Bruce Lee, all that shit. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now, when it came to the Power Rangers, you know what I'm saying? I told my parents, I was like, look, I want to be that. I want to do that. Mm. They said, well, shit, you got to go to school. I said, what? I got to go to school to do that? They're like, mm. yeah, well, how are you going to learn how to do that? How are you going to learn, the, the, mm. you know what I'm saying, the art? Right. So I said, okay. So I go, I get in U.S. Taekwondo. So before eight years old. Uh, no, I, I actually got in at uh, nine. I started at you nine. You say parents. You told your mother? Yeah, and my dad. I thought eight years old pops passed. Nah. Oh, no. No. -uh. I was just a divorce. My bad. Yeah, go divorce. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. pops did a lot. Of course. Hey, my bad. My pops had a buried pops. My bad. Oh, go ahead. Oh, so, ahead, nah, so, so, you know, but, you know, still had to get the confirmation from him. The okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Separate homes and shit, but right. still. I've lived it. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, okay, yeah. So did that for about like eight years. Mm. And, um, but Martial I was always, in, yeah, mm. U.S. Taekwondo. Okay. And then I, you know, but I was always intrigued by boxing, you know, Mike Tyson. Did that cause you to ever get in any extra trouble at school because you felt like you knew what you was doing oh nah. no no very humble man i don't walk around like i'm a badass motherfucker Even as a kid, being that young exposed you never well i remember i had this kid he was like a bully mm -hmm. and um of course at the time i didn't know how to fight but once i learned how to and he was trying that bully shit on me i whooped his motherfucking ass so you had he the, never fucked with me so again you got the experience of not really wanting to deal with a certain person. Right. And then got trained. And, and like, got trained. Let me show you something. And tore his motherfucking That's ass hard. up. And That's I got suspended hard. for like three days. So what? But it's okay. It's, yeah. Yeah. So what? <laughs> it's either that or my dad right. gonna whoop my ass, That's nigga. Right. So it was either you whoop this nigga ass or you go home and you're gonna get your ass whooped by okay. your parents. I didn't want to get my ass whooped by my parents. So I gotta whoop your ass, nigga. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So can't go home like that, nigga. Right. You know what I'm saying, homie? So, um, but I was intrigued by boxing as well. Tyson and, mm. uh, uh, you know, the Trinidad's and De La Hoya's and all that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I said, man, I want to learn how to do this. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I was, I, as I was starting, I realized how bad I, like how much I sucked because I'm coming from the Taekwondo background. So I'm still, you know, in, in those Taekwondo stances and things like that. But with boxing, it's more lateral movements. Uh, you got to be good with your waist. You got to be able to move. You know, now I'm a bigger dude. And motherfuckers are, are highly, highly surprised the way I move. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I want to give a shout out. 
to Paul Spadafora. Hmm. He goes by the Pittsburgh kid, Southpaw, 49 and 1. Hmm. He had a classic, phenomenal sparring session with Floyd Mayweather back in 99. Hmm. He'll be coming on my podcast next month. Something memorable, like when you say that name, Mayweather gonna be like, he remembers just like we, that moment. Yeah. Okay. So check this out. So he, he and I'm Southpaw, by the way. Awesome. And what's this dude's um, ethnicity? Uh, he's like half white, half Italian or mm. something like that, okay. right? Bad than a motherfucker. Mm. Uh, 49 and one, Fucker bro. or fucker? Huh? Fucker or fucker? Bad motherfucker. Okay, so, right. so, uh, so, so, so check this out. So, he told me, um, and I'll never forget this. And one thing my coaches always tell me, they say, hey, yo, Jinx, be calm, be calm, be calm, be calm. Cool. What Paul Spotify told me is, he said, when you're in that ring, you need to be as relaxed as you would be if you're in your living room watching the game, having a drink. Mm-hmm. When he told me that, I ran with it. So fuck the anxiety, fuck being overwhelmed, trying to just knock somebody out, the anger and all of that. You got to be calm and smooth because when you're calm and smooth and you're in that ring, you see everything. Everything is slow. But when you're mad. Does that translate into a real life incident when it's on? It translates, whatever. You still you got to be relaxed a lot of times but, in certain situations. Period. But when adrenaline is naturally induced based on the moment, are you still able to fall into that? Well, sound? yeah, you get your, your. Of course, you get the butterfly. You get the in, 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 in increase in heart rate. You know, you might start getting sweaty palms, but you still got to be relaxed. Yeah, you get sweaty palms off top. That's why we got the paper <laughs> towel right here now. You know, but but uh, but yeah, you know, it's just you got to be relaxed. And and like I said, going back to my childhood shit with with my parents getting divorced. Uh, me starting to kind of have like anger issues at that time. Mm. Um, I needed to find something to put that energy into to be relaxed. See, it's all coming back now. That's why I brought that up earlier to you. So that helped me be relaxed, calm. Don't be set tripping all the time. Now, don't get me wrong, nigga. Yeah, I was set tripping motherfuckers. And, but what, you know what how I'm did saying? that help you be in the midst of this bullshit? You being trained as a fighter, uh-huh. how was you? Was it a father in your life directing you that caused you not to fall victim to being in this bullshit gangbang shit? Well, I, my my dad didn't want that for me. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, before um, you know, making a choice or something like that, I would I could just hear him in my in my ear. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, and I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. I'm not saying no, I'm no, better no, than you I'm because sure you, you game back. And these are the decisions I, that you made. But, right. Yeah, and I'm just interested. But I just felt like I didn't need to do that. You know what I'm saying? Not just because my parents was like, no, nigga, you do that. We're going to fuck you up, whoop your ass. Woo. No, nigga. I just felt like I didn't need to do that. I wanted to just be different, bro, and do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? No, don't get me wrong. I got friends. Man, we are, we, just fuck who, all that. Who, who in I'm LA so, don't? This you, know what I'm you know what I'm tired of? In yeah. our society, people be like, oh, being gangster ain't being in the hood. Being gangster is raising your kids. No, it's not. Fuck trying to make gangster be something good. Why we can't just say, 
being a man is what we should be versus trying to be gangster. And well, I, put, I don't feel like you should have to try to remind, oh, I got gangster. So what if you don't have no gangster homies? Right. So what? Right. But I'm going to tell you like this, though. Being a man, taking care of your wife, taking care of your kids, getting up to a job, going to it, knowing damn well you hate this motherfucking job, but you do what you do as a man. And knowing what you they stay out of give trouble. you is going to go right out your hand. Right. You're not going to have no fun with it. Right. To me, that's the most gangsterish shit you can fucking do, bro. I don't agree. I think that's the most manly shit you can do. That's I don't what think I mean. Master, I don't manly? think manly and gangster Man. is synonymous. How not? Because gangster is Al Capone. Gangster, what everything we thought that was gangster was against the grain, not conforming to what makes society a decent place to be. Gangster was the fuck up, and now we're trying to give gangster a uplift or a facelift or a, a upgrade. Well, what about being gangster? What turning, about, turning your life around. What about what about turning your life around by leaving the gangster behind? That's manly. Thank but you. But that's gangster too, though. Not at all. Shit. Not at all, because gangster. Nah, I was raised. Nah, we got gangster, separate opinions. Gang, of course, no. Yeah. And that's no, but, cool. But your opinion is of the popular. Mm -mm. No. The reason why this came life, up is because I brought it up, and it's common to see the meme that di dictates. Let's start teaching our sons that right. keeping a gangster is not going to jail, but going to college. Let's teach our sons that keeping a gangster is not fighting, but financing. Mm. That's not keeping a gangster. Let's teach our kids that keeping a gangster is stupid and teaching our kids that those positive things are keeping it manly. Right. Fuck trying to make gangster better than what we accepted. Because when I grew up, the gangster, mm -hmm. even from NWA, right. gangster, gangster, that's what we yelling. That was not taking your kids to school. No, it wasn't. That was not paying your bills on right. time. I was selling dope on the street Thank corner and you. all that. Right. Not giving a fuck about, about the police. Right. Yeah. Right. So I hate that we try to give a facelift to gangster rather than stop glorifying gangster mm. and start trying to find what's the next thing to promote. And this is from fathering men. Are you just a girl dad or are you also a boy dad? I was a son and a daughter. Your son is at what age? Uh, he's a year old. Okay, yeah. Yeah. How far are you going to be willing to put in this gangster concept into your child? I'm not, I'm not going to say gangster with him. You sure what I'm saying? Oh, oh, so that? you'll get on these airways and let our youth, my son that might catch you and see something about you, hear you promote gangster as going to school, but you're not going to teach that to your son. I'm going to say it's just, that, that, that's the manly thing you're supposed to do. Not gangster. That's what we was no, getting No, but at. you get what I mean, though. Oh, do you get what I mean? It's I get what you mean. Okay. But okay. do you understand what I'm saying, too? Like, to me, that's 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 G. What is G? Gangster? If you Whatever you want to call it. If you're teaching your one. Okay. If you about then, to, listen, wait, wait, if we you can go are, higher than that. We well, can well, say well, like, golly. What you're we saying right now. Well, like no, but no, but okay. You could have said that a long time ago. And this, yeah. We've been on another subject. But that's not what you did. You're telling me that your one-year-old, you're lacing him. To do the gangster shit, even if it's go to school, you want. Well, I won't. I won't. I won't use that that word. Those. those so choices, why words. would you use it at this point in describing to the masses? To what? let some people know that when you do whatever so-called gangster shit you're doing, if it's negative, that you could turn that around. You could put a spin on it and do something that's positive, but that can still be gangster. Sometimes your vocabulary can betray you and you start doing word semantics. You know what I realized about a couple months ago, this thing was popular online. Uh -huh. 
um, somebody, <laughs> I think it, who was it? Who was the New York MC? Was it um, Special Ed? Said some shit about NWA uh-huh. fucking off rap with this gangster shit. Uh-huh. And there was backlash from the West Coast legends was debating this concept with Special Ed. Are you familiar with that that took place a couple months ago? Uh-uh, no. Are you at all? All right, this a bit for y'all, but anyway. <laughs> There was a viral interaction of, I think Special Ed yeah. saying some shit how hip hop was on this positive um, trajectory at one point. I'm sure um, our production is doing some research at this point. We might hear some content about it mm-hmm. in our years in a minute, but anyway. He was discussing how hip hop from the East Coast was on this popular thing, NW came, NWA came, and through the whole trajectory off of this gangster shit. And then a lot of West Coast legends spoke up and was debating this issue. And of course, me, born and raised over here, you want to immediately agree with our side and get on debate. But then at the same time, I hear this phrase. Nigga, started this gangster shit. And it's the motherfucking thanks I get. Hello. And I'm trying, hello. <laughs> I'm wondering how can we argue against yeah. being blamed, uh-huh. but for so long we've been begging for the credit. Mm. So you're not really familiar with the debate. So, but now that I've described it, how do you, what's your perspective on that? Because right now, people running to de- to defend NWA from being the starters of this gangster shit, and the fact the reason that hip hop got deterred into this gangster shit. But I can recall when they was upset for not getting the credit. Yeah, that's true. You got any thoughts on that? That's true. So you want to know what my thoughts are? I, I most definitely do. Okay, so. Um, I don't know when NWA came out, bro. The shit they were rapping about, talking about, a lot of America hated that shit. The city of Compton at that time hated that shit, right? The police really hated that shit. But I look at it like this How can you be mad at a group of teens that's making a rap song? And talking about some real life shit that was actually occurring that they experienced. The ones that was against it was the ones that just wasn't coming outside. They were squares or they lived on a certain part of that city and they were naive to the simple fact knowing what was going on. You see what I'm saying? So if you knew, nigga, you knew. And all they were doing was speaking the truth. See, a lot of people are naive. A lot of people do be knowing shit that be happening, but they don't talk about the shit. They don't want to get involved in that. But the shit that they were rapping about, talking about the police harassment, the rapes, the killings, stereotypes, presidency, all this shit was going on, bro. So were they wrong to explain and rap and talk about what they were seeing, what they experienced that was happening in their own city? Hell motherfucking nah, they weren't wrong. Hey, you remember Ice Cube's song? Because <clears throat> uh, Ice Cube was my favorite rapper growing up, right? That's right. He had all that political shit, like describing what you're talking about, right? Yeah. But I hate to admit, <laughs> <laughs> Ice Cube had a song about knocking on a nigga door. Uh-huh. Talking about your underage daughter is a slut and we be running trains on her, man. Where she at? Why you hiding her? You need to be. You ain't oh, remember that song? No. He had a song. Uh, I, what I, album is that on? Like Lethal Injection or something? No, I remember. I know. I just remember the verse. I just knew it by word for word, but I know okay. in my head if I wanted to start, I know he say, "Sorry, sorry." Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sir, but I'm here to let you know 
that your little girl is a hoe, nympho, nympho, boy, is she bad? Get her all alone and out come the knee pads. I know she is a minor and it is illegal, but the bitch is worse than Vanessa Del Rio. And if you decide to call rape, we got the little hooker on tape. Now, tell the fucking slut to please hurry up and wear that dress that's tight on the butt. Rock a finger fuck on my way to the bed. Been in so many rooms. Got a dot on her forehead. Face turning red from grabbing them ankles. Fucking get up. It's how I do them stankos. You should hear how she sound with a cock in her boots getting out. From here to check a Savaki, yeah, one on the top, two on the bottom. First nigga got the boots. Man, you should have shot him because after I got him, it was over. Now niggas get fucked lucky like a four leaf clover mm. on daddy little girl. Keep nuts in her mouth like a bitch was a squirrel. So tell Cheryl to bring her ass on because the line in my house is getting long mm. just think about that he taught me that as an adolescent <laughs> giving up the nappy dugout man oh my mama 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 grandmama nigga. <laughs> what how you tell a nigga i you tell a nigga about his daughter i know she oh. is a minor and it is illegal but the bitch is worse than vanessa del rio yeah, that's cold and if you decide to call right we got the little you forgiving Q. I don't know how we went through that age. That's, I, that's, that's, some, that's some shit. Wow. That's some shit. I didn't mean to do you like that. <laughs> God damn, O'Shea. Hey, you know what some of uh, Q's hardest verses, too, I like, bro, is the shit on, uh, well, it's not technically his album. It's the group's album, but the first West Side Connection uh, Bow Down album. Spit the hardest verse cube that you're referring to. I spit the hardest cube verse ever. Shit, I don't know. I like that Westwood hoe. I give you mine. Which one? Go ahead. It's lightweight co. I could take foe. ATF. Today, death. I'm going to tell you the hard. All right, go ahead. I'm going to go last. I'm going to tell you the hardest shit cube ever uh, said. I, mean, I can't even think off top right now. Right, let me tell you the, the world shit. is a motherfucking ghetto full of magazines, full clips, and heavy metal when the smoke settle. Mm -mm. I'm just looking for a cool letter with big, with what, what, six cents to, what, six cents to stiletto or some shit? shit. Dr. I, Dre, hello. <laughs> in my opinion, the hardest shit you ever said, that nigga said, I was told because I didn't witness the whole act. In and out was the movement of the Bozak. It was hot and sweaty with lots of pushing. Then the nut came gushing. It was hell trying to bail to the ovaries with nothing but the Lord looking over me. I was white with a tail, but when I hit the finish line, young black male, one cell makes two, two cells make four, it's on. So now I'm an embryo and I got a hunch that I'm gonna be on lockdown for nine months chilling. Oh, that's cold. With my mother to guide me and nothing but a stomach to hide me from all this worry and bullshit. Nine months later, I elbow pull and kick cause my time is up and I don't care with one big push. I'm out of there, June 15th, mm. just my luck, 1969, a nigga is the product. That shit right there fucked me up. That's cold. That's some cold shit. That's some cold shit. Oh, my mama, mama. Hell yeah. Damn. If I had to ask you, uh -huh. I, I meant to get to this earlier. We yeah, go ahead. Because I wasn't trying to shit on cuz I'm really confused as what would cause him to be um, derogatory when my name came up, but uh -huh. I want to give him his props in the fact that off camera, you said that Milk was hands down your most interesting conversation you had. Yeah, yeah. This day. What about his conversation that caused that to be true? Uh, say that again. What is about his conversation that caused that to be true? Uh, just the vibe, bro. And, and 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 he's actually well spoken as well, bro. Actually, you know, um, just to pick thing. a Caucasian out of all of your other interviewers and then give him points for being more well-spoken is like kind of like self-hate anti-black like nah no it's not 
at all. How? You and I speak better than 90.9.7% of our constituents, right. obviously. Yeah. Our, all of our constituents in our environment are not Caucasian. Typically, no. Caucasians speak. Usually, when people speak like us, they say we speak white. So, for giving uh, him points for speaking white, like, like what? I, that's not what I meant. I'm saying he he could help. He could hold a good conversation. All right, hold a good conversation. Oh, okay, yeah. well spoken, good conversation. That's what I mean. Interview. Yeah, it's good. Well, I what, uploaded it yet. What type? Oh, what type of things did you guys discuss? That like, and what was this perspective uh, that impressed you? Because I'm, I'm trying my hardest to remain to maintain the respect that I had established for him. Right. Because I told you how he just disrespected me recently. Okay. Without warrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Did something that I saw him do before I did it, and he was disrespectful to uh, uh, towards me as a result. And you have a personal experience with him that you seem to appreciate. Right. You also appreciate your experience with four extras. So I figured there would be some dynamic between the two of them that would be similar or cohesive. Okay. But I see the real nigga that the average person perceives the four extras. You kind of see it also in Milk. I'm just trying to figure out how when he did that weenie ass weird shit in regards <laughs> to my name. Oh, my mama, mama, dead homies, daughters, lokes, loved ones, everything I love and live for. Because right. I have refrained <laughs> right. engaging you, you, his name. You own, you own him right now. Huh? No, I'm just on reality. Yeah. It's facts or feelings. Right, that part. And I'm just confused. Right. It's been years that right. I have actively gone on my way <laughs> to not handle his name carelessly. Uh -huh. carelessly. Right. Or disrespectfully or anything. Oh, no, right, right. that fashion. And one time I thought I kind of like crossed that line. I was quick to make sure. Uh-huh. And it has nothing, of course, to do with any type of fear or intimidation. It was just general respect. And I just can't believe, I wonder what would cause him to be, I can only suspicious some type of jealousy. Why would he would speak on my name like I, that? I have no, because I didn't I know even know about far that. far more smut <clears throat> allegations uh -huh. online associated with him that I could try to tag into for him to try to find a reason to speak down on me. Mm. We just want to try to find reasons that people speak down on one another. Uh -huh. There are tons of reasons why his names come up that I don't chime in on. For him to try to just jump on the first thing he could think. Right. You think that jealousy may be a part that he, I don't know what it is. Cause I, I, I don't know. Once again, he spoke bad on me because I did an interview at No Jumper. Oh, shit. Something he's done long before me uh -huh. with the same individual. Okay. Well, I know him and Adam don't get along. I know that for a fact. But irregardless, right. what does that have to, have do, to do with you? With right, the character that part. of the person being interviewed. Right. And does it now call everybody into character question that entertains the interview with Adam? Everybody? Because why just me? I have no idea. You got to ask that man. I, I, I wouldn't ask him. He's your friend. He's your constituent, your colleague. So I was just wondering. I'm not going to ask him. I'm asking you for his benefit. You know he's going to react. He'll respond. Oh, yeah, he's going to so, respond. So I'm asking him by asking you what made him say that. Something that he knows. Well, I, I didn't know that until today. Yeah, it's something you know you would not choose to say. Uh-huh. What we would make an individual? You. you told me to ask him. This uh -huh. is something you know. and That's your camera if you want to talk to okay. me. This is mine. This is something you know as a man, face-to-face. -face, you would not utter to me, you know, in person. So right. why would you utilize a camera in distance and a lack of access to one another to say something disrespectful when mm -hmm. I've gone out my way to not be disrespectful towards you, my white peer in these YouTube streets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't get it, cuz. I just don't get it, Milk. You just you didn't have to do that. And I'm gonna give you a pass. I'm not gonna let this start doing whatever it could be. Not finna start getting at you, but you was wrong, homie. I ain't never been a joke, nigga. I am the low.
Damn. On my mama, mama, dead homies, daughters, all that. <laughs> <laughs> when you got a name like Drinks with Jinx, yeah, man, you have a preference when it comes to drinks. Oh yeah, Hennessy with pineapple juice with a splash of cranberry. Or you have a, a, a preference for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So is it is it cognac your favorite Hennessy, or do you just? I mean, is Hennessy your favorite cognac? It or, is actually. It is. It is. Yeah. So even the pure white is. Oh, pure. I've never yeah. had white. It's smooth. So, oh, it's better than, than this one, bro. Oh, yeah. But what about... I like right. Tito's Vodka. I like... Um, uh, bourbon Y. You know, I like Bullet Whiskey. You know, Old Fashions. Mm. Um, yeah, you know. Martinis are cool once in a while. Martin. Nigga like his beers though. You drink beers. I don't drink. Yeah, not, beers. not too much though. You know, cause, so but you, but but I do though once in a while. Yeah, so I know you drink alcohol <clears throat> yeah. for the effect. Beer, I, I understand. A lot of people drink for quenching thirst, for mm -hmm. taste. Right. So do you drink beer to actually get the buzz? Or is oh no, uh, there's certain beers I, I like. Uh, you know, that have great taste. They use good hops the way they process the beer and what everything. What is the hop? The hops is what they use to. Um, to make the beer, it's an ingredient. It's one of the main ingredients in beer, mm. you know? So you have... Um, is it an acronym? Hop? The hops? Yeah. Do you know what it stands for? And I don't, but, okay. it's, but it's an ingredient. It's like a wheat. Okay, go ahead. Right? Yep. So a lot of uh, wheat beers have those. You know what I'm saying? Now, you got different beers. You know, you got pale ales. You got lagers. Mm. You have... Um, Indian parallels, which go by IPAs, which I don't fuck with. I can't stand them nasty motherfuckers. When you say parallels, you want A-L-E-L's. A-L-E, right, okay. right, uh -huh. exactly. Uh -huh. So you got different ones now. And what what is you, now, what is the difference? What's the fucking? I, 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 I would say the process, bro, and like the ingredients they use, right? Um, like if you go out to Germany, like the way they do their beers are fucking different than the U.S. If you go out to Belgium, right, like those beers are totally different. Holland, right, Heineken, right, totally different than the Budweiser, right? Okay. Tastes totally different. Night and day. When you go grab them, when you go grab one of Heineken Budweiser here, they uh -huh. taste night and day different. Night and, oh, easily, 100%. Because they're two, they're totally different. Whoa. Different ingredients, the way you age the ops. It's just like wine. Right, mm -hmm. you could get two red wines right now, but they're not going to taste the same mm -hmm. because, depending on the grapevine, depending on how how long you let the uh, grapes age for, mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? The, the process, the condition, and the weather conditions, and the soil. That shit's mm -hmm. important too. Mm -hmm. So, this this is all the technical shit. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But wine is good in the motherfucker so, too. So are you a more of a beer or a wine enthusiast? Oh, wine off top. More. Yeah, I don't really drink beer like that, man. Cause you know, for carbs. If I do it, to be honest, it's like more light beers. Okay. Low carb beers, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Can that shit get you bloated, bro? Indeed. Have you burping all night and shit. This is why I've never been able to get accustomed to drinking beer because it you get so full so right, fast right. before you get the effect. Right. That it's part. Like alcohol, you can kind of sneak it into you without getting bloated right. and get so it just was always a no-brainer because I don't And your shit time. on the rocks, too. So Yeah, that, yeah. But that was because I'm here working these lights. Without that ice, I would have been sweating by now. Oh, That's shit. That's why I was so sensitive to you being, because it's usually me, and I got the hoodie on. Right. I remember you came on to my podcast. We both was on hot. Yeah, nigga. we was. Hell, hell yeah. No. Hell yeah, nigga. What? Because those lights were a lot closer, too. Right, that yeah, part. Oh, Burning the nigga, and man. the months, it was like 
Like outside, it was a lot hotter that day. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Oh god, one hundred percent. Hell yeah. Anything media wise in the store for you outside of podcasting? Do you have any other projects in store, film, documentary wise, or is it just podcasting for right now? I would like to get in film. Film. Yeah, I would like to actually produce some films and uh, actually be in some films also. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be cool. That's yeah, what's up. for sure. Uh, music. I'm working on a new album. You know oh, what I'm is saying? Is that right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it scheduled to come out? Uh, I should have it out by like April, bro. Yeah, by April. Any features we should be looking forward to on there? So far, there's no features, but uh, I'll have them done, recorded, sent back to me by then, 100%. You, and you the name of the album. Huh? Recording it over there with Saul? No, 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 my okay. other studio. Oh, okay. Um, the, move, the, 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 the album's called um, GFM. What does that stand for? That's the acronym. Grown Folk Music. <laughs> Okay, bring that back. Yeah, nigga. We need we Everything need that. smooth, man. Like right. like some G Funk, Larry June, DJ Quick type shit, nigga. Okay. Everything smooth. Every song is smooth than a motherfucker. What like type that. Of, what type of uh, subject matter? What you gonna be talking uh, about? Different shit. You know, I got one for the drinks. You know what okay. I'm saying? Of course. You know what I'm saying? I got the shit for the ladies on there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The shit, you know. Uh, I got one called Right in My 5.0. Okay. So it's all for the Mustang you driving niggas MC out here. MC. Huh? You should go certify MC. Yeah, you can say that. I've been rapping since I was about 12, 13, oh, nigga. You doing any on the spot type flowing? You got any bars that you would just do raw? I could tell uh, Like just freestyle freestyle? Yeah, right now on the spot. Freestyling is easy as hell. Freestyle. Oh, if that's what you choose, just oh, that's anything. easy as hell. What you got? Let me hear something. Shit. Uh, 30 seconds. Bust something. Yo, first name filthy, last name nasty. I love ratchet hoes, but I awesome like them classy. Nigga getting mad because his bitch is staring at me. I'll take that bitch home. Dogger like Lassie. Elmatic with the flow. Slice like machetes kick your door down eat your mom's damn spaghetti dropping game that's too heavy catch me dipping in the chevy fuck the stars and glamour nigga no i'm not into confetti what the fuck is up nigga getting drunk faded off the blunt sipping out a red cup with the homie spider loke i'll stick my dick down bitches throats till they start to choke hallucinating debating come up with a calculation to fuck the whole nation nigga you shows what i'm taking real nigga all day shit i'm never faking slice a motherfucker up like some former john bacon Nigga, I ain't faking. Real, recognize real. The way I spit, sometimes you would think I'm off them damn pills. But nah, nigga, I'm real than a motherfucker. And ain't got time for these punk ass busters and suckers. Nigga, I'm a hustler. <laughs> now, how 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 uh, much do you respect my intelligence? Uh, a lot, man. So, I, I'm sitting there with you, nigga, right? <laughs> I, I, hope you don't, I hope that's not an indication of a respect. Nah, I'm fucking with you. Okay. Nah, bro. I'm nah. fuck with you, well, though. We've had some good motherfucking yeah, yeah, but fuck like all said, that. Fuck camera. all that. They right. do what I'm about to say. Yeah. So is that off the top of the dome? Off the top of the dome. And I'm going to tell you something. When it comes to freestyling, something that I've um, mastered is that I'm already thinking two and three bars ahead let me let you know what actually just happened and everybody in the sound of my voice is going to agree with me yeah like the first eight to ten bars was written no it wasn't all right nope we'll, not at all, all right, we'll go from that it might have been the whole the first 12 or 16 but nah. all right no so my, my listening viewing audience i want you guys to rewind mm -hmm. analyze what i said again for yourself mm -hmm. all right well go ahead yeah. <laughs> i'm just fucking yeah. with you go it was all freestyle yeah from the top bar yeah off okay. top off top everything mm -hmm. I write your name up, write up the cup, drinking. That's all that shit. I want you to back up a little bit and just follow my train of thought. Yeah. I started this 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 part of the conversation uh -huh. by asking you how much you respect my intelligence. Yeah. 
So then I asked you another question. And when you get sobered up, you listen back to this. I just want to yeah, talk about this moment again. Yeah. Because you know what Dude, you just did? Freestyling is easy as fuck. But for confirmation, you just went to say, I even mentioned your name. Yeah. But you did all that after the first 12 or 16 years. You know, at the beginning. Huh? You did that. I, I could say some shit like right now. Let's like, uh, Come on. I could say some shit like, um, uh, I'm on the Facts Over Feelings podcast. And bitches in my DMs trying to throw some bomb ass. Hold up, don't get too close, cause I bomb fast. Dislocate your motherfucking cable. No Comcast, nigga. Cause my niggas uh, spotted loke rocking all blue. I thought you knew. Faded off the bruise. Fuck a bitch ass nigga and his crew. I come to destroy little boys and girls and girls and boys. Elmatic with the noise, that's how I do it. Verbally abusive, live and exclusive. Can't stand little bitch ass niggas who act stupid. Under internet or under Instagram. Dick slap a bitch and while I'm holding about a grand in my hand or in my pocket. Bionic, supersonic. Nigga fast as Sonic. Smoking chronic and cuss. Keep that shit on the hus. George W. shit, you know, like that nigga George Bush, but uh, I don't know, that's another level. Dick slap the Grand Reaper tear, I'm choking out the devil. Pedal to the metal, nigga, I'm from the ghetto. Always being a solo ranger, you know, something like a rebel. Or outcast. Talk shit, I whoop that ass. Nine millimeter heat a nigga quick to blast. <laughs> on that ass, nigga pocket full of cash. Yeah, nigga, that's how I do that shit. Nigga. I ain't never shitting nigga. on your freestyle. Yeah, nigga. I ain't never shitting on your freestyle. Yeah, nigga. But I want to still maintain my assertion. Yeah. That the first eight to 16 uh, bars. Nigga. You know it's recorded. Yeah, that's fine. So the difference in those bars, uh -huh. all the ones after are going to be forever obvious. So that's fine. For all those that analyze that's this fine. content. Yeah, that's fine. This is my nigga though. Yeah. And, but he just put his... Hold everything online to tell y'all yeah. that there's no difference in the first 10 to 16 nah, bars than the all. rest. So nah. y'all been doing this a long time. We have been doing this. We have been a long time. Yeah. This is why I first introduced this question by asking him yeah. how long, how well he respected my intelligence. Right. Because my intelligence is associated with how long I've been doing this. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get it. I ain't gonna break it down. But yeah. this is facts with feelings. So you know in this moment your feelings don't matter. Right. Do you know how I get to that title? How? Facts. Mm. Oh no that's not <laughs> <laughs> don't patronize me. I do not need I will I will land yeah. it. Facts with feelings. Yeah. I realize feelings are valid. Mm. Everyone has them. Mm. And you can't take nobody's feelings from them. Damn. Anytime somebody brings their feelings, we have yeah. to respect that, right? Right. So, if we're at a public platform, uh -huh. and we also have to agree that feelings vary. They're unique to the individual, like assholes and opinions. Right. Everybody has, and we have to respect. Exactly, 100%. And there's no way for me to dictate your feelings. Right. I cannot uh, assume what they are. Right. So, therefore, your feelings are yours in you are entitled to them. And right. I have to respect that. Right, 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 right. So if we come to a public platform, okay, and we all want to reach a bottom line, a right. common denominator, right. some type of understanding, uh -huh. the best way to stay at odds is to bring our feelings to the mm. table. Because they're unique, and we are entitled to them. Right. And right. nobody can tell you about them. Right. You deserve them, as well as me, as well as our counterparts. Definitely. So if we come to our, the table with our feelings, 
confusion. Mm. Let's leave the feelings out. Right, and the emotion, which is the feeling. That part. We'll go with that. That, that part. That I part. don't mind you trying to collab with this fly shit. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, emotions too. <laughs> and now let's just feast yeah. and focused on the facts. Facts are things that we can all agree to. Right. Now, how can we analyze, maneuver, adjust, accept, and establish these facts for us to agree on the most common bottom line? I think that's the quickest way to get to understanding is by discussing the things that we can agree upon right. versus the feelings that no one can predict, dictate, mm. assume. Mm. That's where I get facts over feelings. Right. Because I know in a private, intimate setting, feelings are important to the person you're communicating with most of the times. Oh, yeah. You have to be respectful of one another's feelings in our intimate relationships. But in a public platform, it's the quickest way to run into never getting to a bottom line. Damn. Because how difficult do you think it would be to find a cohesive blend of everybody's unique feelings? All the differences, all the different uh, ambiances that might differ, all the slight little tweaks of your feelings versus the other person. Mm -hmm. How hard would it get to get a harmony of that versus the facts that we can all agree upon? Right. That's the facts of a feeling. That's where it comes. How'd you come up with the name of that podcast of the podcast? Based, I know you did not just ask me that. You know I'm fucking with you, right? I hope so. You just explained it. I hope I'm so. I'm fucking with I you. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Because that was a very clever. I fucking know. Movie. I'm that fucking was, with you, bro. That was a good one. I know. That was because you know what? Cause I said it with a straight face. No, too. because that, no, but you know what? The reality is, there's a lot of people that still would. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just fucking with you, bro. You, no, you're my level. You're <laughs> yeah. With that. yeah, 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 yeah. So tell me this: What is it about boxing that makes it? Because mm -hmm. this fucks me up. <clears throat> Thank the Lord. Um, I was watching for the last couple of days on accident. I've been watching this fucking slap shit. Power slap. Power slap. Yeah, with Dana White. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You could tell he's involved because they really got. I know the rules now. I know what clubbing is. Right. I know what um um. Clubbing is when you hit with the incorrect portion, then got stepping. Oh, shit. They have rules, and it's a whole, it's five rounds. Right. And then when somebody's a, a, about to attempt to hit you, you can't flinch you or can't nothing. Flinch. You yeah. got to keep that's your a, shit out, right. right? You get a free hit if you lean that in. That part. All that. So, right. right. That's a whole level of just standing there saying, have at this. We know six pounds mm -hmm. of pressure, I was taught, applied, is a what it takes to almost anybody that hasn't put some real defense into it, six pounds of pressure, it's gonna disconnect your shit. Yeah. That's what we talk. Yeah. So in boxing, as much as you love to deliver, what the fuck makes you just willing to, huh, give me some too? How do you well, just learn to take, just wanna love to take that on the chin? Like, it, it's not that you. Pause. It's like, yeah, pause, mm -hmm. for sure. Nigga. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know, well, the whole got, thing. Because the, the term is, you got to bring something to get something. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I, I'm, 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 this is what I'm going to say. For me, when I'm in there, um, it's to hit and not get hit. Like, for me personally, okay? But you still have to understand that there's a 99.9% .9 chance you're going to fucking get tapped. So... 
there's times, yeah, I'll get tapped to shit, like hit, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, yeah, motherfucker. Okay. Like, ah, oh, you got me. Okay, nice. But look how many times it took or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or some or, or whatever. There's times, man, when I'm sparring with guys, that's, that's, um, semi pros. And, uh, they're about maybe like 171, maybe 50 or something like that. You know, smaller builds than me, but, but pretty quick. And they can't catch me for shit. And it gets to the point where their coaches got to get on top of the apron of the ring and yell at him and scream at him like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Hit this motherfucker. He's right there. You know, I have a bigger frame and shit. But, um, but they get frustrated because it's very hard to catch me. Do you have a local gym that you fuck around at? Uh, yeah, I go, I go to a gym. Yeah, I go to. I go, three, five, six, two, perimeter. Huh? Uh, it's here in L.A. County. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Would you be interested in being a part of, uh, I want to really, I'm very, very interested even invested in establishing uh i want to say celebrity because that's celebrity what, boxing mm -hmm. but not necessarily okay it'd be celebrity in the sense that people have established themselves as celebrities can be involved in the portion of the don king era i imagine myself having a whole uh kennel mm -hmm. of a heavyweight lightweight right bosco have a heavyweight, lightweight, middleweight, milk seven foot, uh -huh. heavyweight, lightweight, middleweight. Mm -hmm. And that's the celebrity of the actual boxers. Right. Could be any of our homies that want to get in there for the sport. And I want to create a league based around oh, shit. that. And I had no idea you had such a boxing interest. Uh -huh. So that's something we're going to talk about. I want to go further, but as I noticed, it's about that time. So it's something I want to build on you. I didn't know we yeah. were going to get into that, but just keep that on your mind. We'll okay. talk about it off camera. Okay. But I'm already in the process. I got two bouts. Oh, I got, shit. I got Cartoon, uh -huh. Five Trey, okay. 600. Yeah, they're they're supposed to be fighting, right? That's my card. Oh, shit. I have on shit. the undercard, I got uh, 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 Park Bow. Not Park Bow, Park Bow, my love from Track New. Uh, uh -huh. uh, what's my nigga, Project Boat from the Pueblos. Okay. Is scheduled to box my my cousin, my homie, Brownie Lowe from me that made EC. So those are the two. Um, so we really looking for a location. So I don't know where your gym is, what might be the facilitation. We're not even trying to have a public audience. Oh, okay, just kind of low key. Film. Yeah. Okay, for so, like good content and shit yes, like that. Yeah, do it media wise. So somebody gonna tap in with okay. me. I appreciate you coming through. Of course, um, of course. I look forward to getting back over there. Oh yeah, for and, sure. And before you get up out of here, let these people know that's your camera where they can find you, keep up with you, yeah, let them know man. what you got coming next. So you can find me on YouTube, uh, Drinks with Jinx. Uh, that's the podcast drinks with jinx podcast you can find me on instagram uh at young underscore jinx uh same thing twitter young jinx uh tiktok young jinx and uh yeah man pretty much are you gonna ever graduate your name uh or are you gonna be forever young I mean, a lot of people just call me Jinx now, so. <laughs> <laughs> Much love, yeah, man. Right, well, you know, ain't that, I'm young, nigga. I'm young still Jinx, young, but you know. Jinx, not <laughs> only is he Jinx, but he is Jinx with the drinks. That part. He listen to his name because upon invitation to his platform, he requests to know your favorite drink. Yeah. And my experience is he has it available in there. You have, you get full, and he like to get you loaded and ask you trick questions. <laughs> 
I had some trick questions for him, and I was accepting him sober. He chose the drink. But uh, facts will finish the podcast. Another oh, one that can. Appreciate you coming through. Much love, Mike. Much love.